0: Welcome to Business Line's State of the Economy podcast, where you will find insight, analysis, and the story behind the numbers. Hi listeners, welcome to Business Line's podcast. Copper is a crucial metal for the Indian economy, with the red metal being used across from electricity to construction to motor pumps and infrastructure, particularly railways. Recently, the International Copper Association released its annual copper demand in India for 2023 fiscal. The report has various features, including the fact that the metals uses for infrastructure is increasing. The metals use in agriculture and construction is also on the rise. So what are the latest findings of the annual demand for the 2023 fiscal? To share the details and more, we have with us Mr. Mayur Karmarkar, International Copper Association, India. Welcome to business Lines podcast sir. Now there has been a report on copper demand so how would you want to sum it up or what are the salient features of this report? Thank you
1: Mr. Subramani. It's my privilege to share more about the copper story for the financial 2023. Copper demand has grown up by 16% and particularly I consider the COVID year as a reset point for the commodity demand after that you see a clear linkage of commodity demand or copper demand with the capital expenditure which is going into different sort of the infrastructure in private and public space and also the private spending for example if you really look at the aircon sales or the automotive sale automotive sale has gone up almost like 21% naturally that is going to create the larger demand for copper Building construction space also has grown and we have seen 11% growth, particularly the building wire product, which is a very strong, robust growth. If you really see the copper store in India, we have the largest copper consumption is always there in electrical application. In fact, we use more than 80% of copper in electrical application. Now, within that, if you really see, we have a larger pie, of that growth getting into products like magnet wire or products like wire and cable so magnet wire which is the wire used for making electrical equipment transformers motors then different type of the other electrical product wherein we have seen 16 percent growth we also have seen the growth in wire and cable which is 13 percent as a total within that building wire is 11 percent and other part of the cable was a bit higher. In fact, we have seen the growth in all copper end-uses and that growth is almost in double digit. If we have to really look at by sector, the building construction has grown up by 11%. The infrastructure investment, particularly in form of the renewable energy, the power distribution and transmission sector, the growth has seen almost 14%. Overall, consumer durable copper growth is by 13% industrial products such as electric motors or the different type of the actuator relays, walls, etc. it has shown the growth of 14%. The transport sector was the highest one, which has seen the growth of 34%. It was mainly due to the investment in railway modernization. We are in a verge of getting the new railway infrastructure with high-speed passenger train, even for an example, you know, railways are now increasing the cross-sectional area of a conductor used for, you know, transferring the current, what we call it as catenary wire. So railway infrastructure is being strengthened in a big way. The last, not the least, is the agricultural sector, wherein we saw the growth of 6%, which is largely coming due to the Kusum scheme of government of India.
0: You were talking about infrastructure, particularly railways. Do you find that surprising? And how do you see that going forward? Is that also being used for the new type of coaches that the government is coming up with? Yes, it is definitely.
1: The infrastructure includes the coaches and also the the power transmission and uh, you know the what we call electrification part of the railway. Both are seeing the growth. In fact, the number of coaches produced were more. The new coaches, which are the uh, air, mostly the air conditioning coaches, which has more uh, dense wiring than the traditional coaches. So the quality of the coaches also has improved as a result of that. Both quantity and quality is you know contributing to this demand growth.
0: So with the government planning to come up with more such trains, particularly long distance because sleeper uh, facilities and all, you see this demand increasing further. Demand increasing
1: further will be there. I mean, I just want to give an example here. When China has created almost, in the first phase 12,000 kilometers of high-speed infrastructure, the demand for copper required for that, I mean, if we compare that vis-a-vis what we are doing today, I think we are at the starting point of uh, improving the relevant infrastructure because mass uh, rapid transport, which is also the metros, adding to the growth. If metro kilometers has been added, and that kilometers also going to convert some urban transport uh, problem, I mean, address some urban transport problem. So, uh, yes, railway in transportation sector, but even the automotive sector, we have seen the growth of 21%, which is passenger car and two-wheeler. If you see the passenger car, I mean, if you really see 10 years ago, most of the time the cars on the road were at the entry level models. But even if you see, the people are going for the mid sized cars, but they are more uh, automated. You see the uh, cars having the uh, more dense harnesses now than what it used to be uh, earlier. For an example, if you have to see the entry level cars with the highest level car, the harness density change almost 12 to 15%. So we are seeing the growth by quality and quantity even in the uh, automotive sector.
0: That's interesting, sir.
1: I'm not bringing the electric vehicle part at this juncture, but if you add the electric vehicle to it, it's even more because you know electric vehicle uses almost uh, five to six times more copper in different forms, including the EV batteries. So if you add that and if you see the pattern of growth changing further for the automotive sector, wherein the higher share of the EV going to be the future trend, so definitely transportation will become the important sector for the commodity growth,
0: including copper. So you were talking about the consumption increasing by 6% in the agriculture sector because of the consumption scheme. So does that mean the farmers are now looking for better motors for irrigation so that it'll be longer withstanding and also because the power consumption will be a little lower
1: yeah if you really see the kusum scheme you know uh it's it's largely a decarbonization agenda there so yes with that you know, the solar pumps which are definitely better motor the solar pumps will be largely uh you know not connected to grid with that definitely the quality of even the irrigation system. Plus, you know, there are other government schemes which are promoting the micro-irrigation or the deep irrigation together with solar pump. So with all that, definitely it's going to lead towards the sustainable farming from the
0: energy and water use point of view. They're talking about solar, the government has been, you know, trying to promote solar power in a big way. Now, solar power generation, what sort of potential does it have for the increase in the use of copper? Actually, in
1: solar power, what we are seeing is that the copper growth is as a share of copper because we're seeing larger substitution happening in solar now. For example, earlier days when the solar was new, that time per megawatt of generation, the copper usage was in some cases 4 tons plus but now that is getting reduced to less than three. So what we are seeing, there are three things happening. One, the solar panel size earlier, which was 300 plus of uh, watt capacity, each panel, that is going to increase by increasing more than 500 watts. Uh, Then we are seeing also the second change happening is from centralized inverter to the micro inverter or the string inverters. So these string inverters those change in the layout of the plant itself is going to reduce the metal content in the plant. So as a result of that, we are seeing that the conducting metal requirement for solar panel is reducing with this technological train. So I call it as the technology development which is going to reduce the metal consumption. But the addition of the megawatt is substantial. We are talking of here 12 gigawatt, which is, uh, you know, if you have that uh, simple thing like three uh, tons per megawatt, three gigawatt we are talking is like is a big number. Solar will grow, with solar, copper demand will grow, but
0: the scale will not be the same. You are talking about 10 plus percentage growth of copper in the construction industry. Now, does that signify the construction activities are picked up, particularly after COVID? How do you see, uh, compared with last fiscal and this fiscal, how has the construction uh, sector's consumption of copper been?
1: The construction sector, I mean, there are a few reports you might have seen in Bangalore because uh, you are quite familiar with Bangalore. So, there was a report saying that in Bangalore, the, there is a shortage of luxury housing. So uh, particularly after COVID, you know, there are various reports which says that the demand for the medium income, high income and luxury segment of the houses is increasing. Even if you see the construction sector growth in rupee ton is more than double digit. So earlier during COVID or earlier before COVID, the construction sector was largely coming through the uh, Prime Minister's Awas Yojana scheme but suppress demand of consumer during COVID time and also the new demand which is coming up. The construction sector will continue to see the growth
0: in double digit for at least next five years. What's happening on the electrical uh, sector, sir? Because uh, there is need for power, there is a bit of uh, shortages and other things. What's really happening on the electrical sector and consumption growth?
1: So 24 by 7 is the new objective set for every uh, utilities today. And particularly in the rural area, even the power, although the rural area is largely connected with the electricity now and we have achieved 100% electrification objective, but uh, 24 by 7 is yet to do. So with 24 by 7 electricity availability in in the country, particularly in the rural area, definitely that's going to be another opportunity for the reinforcement of the distribution networks in the country. We have a huge failure rate of the transformers. There has been many efforts put by various utilities in terms of improving the overall reliability of the power infrastructure. And when you call it about the reliability, definitely copper has a stronger attribute due to its mechanical properties. Copper would be the first choice to use, uh, particularly when you have a very critical customer to serve and uh, utilities see a larger business sense of serving those customers. Choices of the material will change
0: over a period of time. This crop year and particularly this year, the rural economy has been going through problems like... uh... Uh, you know, climate change, particularly El Nino has set in. So, and then the Ministry of Agriculture has projected that the karif crop outputs are likely to be low. Though acreage under Rabi crop is good, fingers are still crossed because El Nino is likely to last until March or April. Do you see that impact on uh, the rural economy, particularly in the use of copper?
1: See, within a rural economy, there are two things happening. In the rural economy, the housing growth is still substantial. Today, if you see, drawing a line between rural and urban is becoming increasingly difficult. Cities are expanding and encroaching into nearby rural areas. In rural sector, largely we see the growth, which is largely coming from the housing sector. That is the infrastructure part of it. Even the rural part, the road, and uh, even in the rural area, you see the electric vehicle or two-wheeler largely, two- and three-wheeler is getting uh, largely promoted because, you know, cost of operation and the ownership of this electric two-wheeler is much lower. Be in uh, Chennai or around Chennai, you see, uh, or in particular in Kerala, you see larger penetration of those two-wheelers. So the electricity demand, traditionally, if you really link it with the uh, farming sector and particularly the irrigation pump sector, that will be the demand continue to be there and then depending on the uh, monsoon that agriculture output will vary but rural economy the uh, services and the manufacturing part also now is being added so you cannot say rural area now only is a true reflection of only agriculture output because commercial services and also some sort of the manufacturing activity getting into rural area. The divide between the urban and rural from the economic perspective will eventually will have to, you know, narrow down. And we see those changes, particularly when you see the products used, copper products used in the rural area, they are getting into a building wire, which is a very popular product, copper product in the rural area. And then we see some sort of the uh, transportation part, you know, various copper product reaching transportation sector there. Another important uh, aspect of rural area is that the aspiration of the, the people living in rural area is continuous to grow. So uh, the industry is close by and people getting the jobs there in rural area, having more disposable income will also create the uh, need for the air conditioner. I was talking with one of my friends in Bihar and he was telling me that 10 years ago, having an air conditioner in the rural area of Bihar was considered to be a luxury, but it is becoming the necessity now. So the penetration of the product like air conditioner in rural area is also increasing. So I think the pattern of the rural growth, particularly referring to the copper product, is now uh, more or less what is there in class three type of the cities?
0: What do you think are the surprise findings or surprising outcomes of the the 22-23 fiscal upper demand? I won't call it
1: a surprise, but uh, there is definitely the uh, issue where uh, industry and the government needs to work together is about how we make the refined copper available particularly after a closure of one smelter due to unfortunate incident we became the largely import dependent of the refined copper now our country has uh, you know a more recycling capability in fact India the recycling rate or the metal collection rate towards the end of life product is very high which is much above 90% already. I was going to in my neighborhood and I saw one kabadi shop wherein that kabadi shop was separating even 10 grams of brass from the switches which comes as the junk scrap to him and then he's selling those brass uh, components separately and the plastic components for recycling now uh, aggregation of such end-of-life product is actually improving the uh, recycling rate in a country so we have a good recovery of the copper from the end of life even the the people who collects the garbage and we call them as the scavengers garbage scavengers so these people by look and color of copper and brass, they separate the material. They sell the material to the informal recycling sector, which is having a, a small furnaces of in kilos and that remelted product is coming back into the system. As a country, we don't have a good capability of refining the scrap. That is the area where I think industry and government should work so that to an extent we can make a refined copper available for our demand through the scrap route. At the moment, largely we depend on the direct melt of the scrap. So this is the one learning lesson and this uh, particularly intervention needs to be expedited. Uh, in terms of meeting our future demand, so that the uh, scrap which is available gets recycled in a responsible way. You have a products of a better quality. That is one part. And then the second part is about the import dependency. If you see in this demand study, if you see the flow of the material coming cross-border and particularly example, the air-con tubes, Our aircon tubes total, uh, you know, in import has increased substantially. Uh, And uh, this year total demand for the tubes was around 142,000 ton, out of which 85,000 ton was coming through the import route. So if we can uh, develop the products in India, if we have the fabrication industry, we can start manufacturing these products in India and retain the value of, you know, the value addition within a country of manufacturing. Two urgent things. One is of responsible recycling of the scrap. Refined scrap can replace refined copper and investment in the downstream industry for meeting the demand uh, and substituting the import.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, Your views have been, in fact, uh, have been very interesting, very good numbers and uh, very good examples of what really is happening around. Thank you all for tuning in. Until the next podcast, this is Subramani signing off.